0: It is 25 minutes after the hour here on the Drought Large radio show. We have a bit of breaking news with that clip that uh, we just played. Uh, school board candidate John DiPietro in Manchester Ward 6 has issued a press release. I'm looking for it here. There it is. No, nope, that's the wrong one. Um, <laughs> God, i got too many windows open has issued a press release notifying the public that he has filed a right to no request with manchester school board's clerk seeking access to documents related to the breach of confidentiality by board of school committee member nancy tessier on september 14th during its meeting on september 26th writes to petro the boc voted to receive and file a letter from attorney james o'shaughnessy Containing his findings regarding allegations that Tessier disclosed confidential information from a non-public meeting to employees of the Manchester School District, a proposal, a proposed amendment by committee member Rich Gerard to make the public uh, the letter public was voted down. The facts of this situation do not seem to be in dispute. Committee member Tessier did apparently disseminate confidential information in violation of the city charter, state law, and the superintendent's employment contract. Quote. Tessier's reckless act put the city of Manchester at legal risk and undermined the confidence and authority of the super, of superintendent Vargas, said to Petro. The shameful and inexcusable behavior of the Manchester Board of School Committee to hide facts from the facts from the public cannot be tolerated. For this reason, I am requesting a copy of the letter containing the findings of the investigation so that the citizens of Manchester can hold their elected officials accountable. And I want to bring you into this conversation. Uh, Because you are one of our state's foremost experts in the right to know law. And unfortunately, uh, the clip that we just played didn't contain the rather brutal back and forth over whether or not the letter should be released. Now, I am of the opinion that because a public figure, a publicly elected school board member is involved, that we can't nothing can be hidden from public view under the right to know law. That's now, true. They tried to have a non meeting with the attorney to discuss their letter, um, and I blew it up. I, I they started the discussion, and I said, "You can't have this meeting in non public. We have this as a public agenda item. You're not. If you're advising us as our attorney, then that woman there who disclosed this information shouldn't be sitting here. And there's you know, and the attorney in public." admitted that there was nothing in his letter that disclosed any non-public information or compromised the confidentiality of that non-public session in any way. But what he did was he said, well, because it's my opinion and I offer legal advice, I'm invoking, uh, it's covered by attorney-client privilege and therefore can only be released by the client, which is you, so the board will have to vote to do it. Now, this is the position of the attorney who also said, by the way, I could summarize uh, what was in the letter, but I couldn't read I couldn't read the letter
1: time for another attorney.
0: So if I were to release this letter, I will show it to you before I I give it to you. If I were myself to release this letter, which I firmly believe is a public document. What jeopardy am I Mm -hmm. in? I know you're not an attorney, but what jeopardy am I in if I release a public document that my board has said uh, uh, shouldn't be released because the attorney said it's covered by client privilege?
1: Well, that's a tough one. Attorney-client First of all, the attorney's invoking that. His that's, clients are the taxpayers in Manchester.
0: His client is the school district. It is not Nancy Tessier. It's the school district.
1: Yeah. And that's made up of? it's not the, it's, he's not the representative of the board he's representing the dist, the best interest of the district that's what he's supposed to it is not the best interest of the districts the district to expose things from non public session correct and it's not and i would say it's not in the best interest of the district to subject you to a lawsuit by somebody who's who's had that happen to them or mm-hmm. whatever they want to they wanted a confidential meeting obviously you voted to go into non public right
0: right we we voted well, properly go. to go into non public we voted properly to come out of non public we voted properly to seal the minutes
1: and you did it under RSA 91A and we did it all under RSA 91A so what happens you you got a slippery slope you start to well you know if they're going to release what happened in this non public why can't i release what the lawyer wrote to us and then do you guys you guys voted to make that uh, non public right when he gave you the letter, you voted to. to what take we it.
0: Voted, well we voted. What we voted to make non-public was the email that Nancy Tessier sent to the board, to the personnel members involved and whatnot. So that would have
1: that, that would have uh, compounded the problem. Of, that would have compounded yeah, the problem. That so makes perfect sense. That email sense. didn't get released. That right. email was
0: added to the sealed minutes of the meeting. But what the board voted to uh, the the motion the board voted down was to make the letter public. And it went along the same nine to six vote that the vote to receive and file the grievance against Tessier went down to. So I'm seriously considering releasing this letter. Then what happens is then you put yourself in a position of you could be set
1: upon by the rest of the board. Someone could sue. I'm
0: I'm sure I'm sure I will be. But, you know, there's and I'm going to have a friend of mine who's an attorney review it, but there is nothing and ask them about this attorney client privilege thing. I don't think it applies and matters where the board member who violated the law is at issue. Right. I and mean, there was I, there was paltry legal advice in that letter. What there was was a recitation of the facts, a recitation of the board policies, charter sections, and state laws that were violated, and the remedies provided for uh, in the law. And that's, that's what, all there was.
1: And that's what they don't want the public to see. Right. So basically, you're getting a third party, which would be the attorney you hired for this. Mm-hmm. And the attorney-client privilege thing is like, if if you're, you you hired him in, as an individual, no, and they wait. did it up
0: because the top of the letter says, you know, confidential attorney-client privilege, uh, confidential attorney-client con, uh, communication. Minute, the goal, the Do- goal that they had was to make sure that it was not leaked to the media before the meeting. Right. But my understanding was that it was going to be made public at the meeting because it was on the agenda. It involved a public figure, which is not covered by the right to no exemptions and therefore can't go into non-public because it might affect their reputation negatively. I, They're elected official.
1: I think you're good. I think they would they would be uh, hard pressed to take an action against you because it, it opens everything up. But. Um, If you're a subject of a discussion, you're an elected official on that board. It can't go non-public. Right. When I was a selectman, if somebody came in and said I had to complain against a selectman.
0: That's why I pitched a fit in the the non-meeting with the attorney because you're supposed to do that for – and and I'm going to disclose – he said in the meeting that you can go into non-meeting with your attorney for any reason at all. I said, no, you can't. It's got to be something that is not – that is is covered by the right-to-know law. Period. Right. Not everything that the attorney sends you is
1: confidential. Right. Someone you have to ask him to make sure it's – we're right. asking you for a confidential review of something. When I was a selectman, we got stuff from the attorneys all the time saying, oh, this statute has been changed or we'd advise you of a court case. That's not confidential. Confidential has to do with personnel. hmm Right. And if you ask for a confidential investigation, right. and there's no be done.
0: pending lawsuit, there's no, no threat of a lawsuit. There's a possibility of one when people violate. The, I don't think Dr. Vargas is contemplating filing a lawsuit against Tessier or the board for its violation of his, uh, you know, his confidentiality in in the, in that uh, material that was disclosed. Which, by the way, was uh, misleadingly disclosed. It was not an accurate representation of what took place. At all. But the lawyers
1: the opinion. lawyer's letter is boilerplate. Here's the statutes, here's the facts. Yeah. Did it almost he give, read like a court decision. Did he give you legal advice?
0: Yeah, in one place there was some legal advice about the practicality of pursuing the uh, you know, the removal process through superior court and the suggestion that we uh, consider that a, censure ex- instead of that, that. Was
1: that a description of the of the, it wasn't a suggestion to do that. It was a description of the possibilities of that. So yes. basically it's the same thing. Yes. yeah, there was, At there, that was point, there was
0: no what you should do, what you shouldn't do. There was it was rather objective, you know, these yeah. are the things you're going to have to consider and this is what we think the likelihood it's going to happen is.
1: Uh, that's uh, that letter, I would think. Would come to the board. The board would read the letter and say, "Okay, at this point, we're going to pursue this, or we're not going to pursue this." But the letter should yeah. be public. So, it is not a. It's not legal advice. It was a. It was a review of something, and it was not asked to be done in confidential, under confidential circumstances. Right? Do you have the letter? I mean, how did he get involved? Who asked him to do this? The board vice chair. And what was the question?
0: The, the question was. Were there any laws violated, and what uh, by by this uh, breach of confidentiality? And what are the legal remedies? That was what the vice chairman asked the lawyer to provide.
1: Yeah, it's a public document. Because if he'd have said, "And would you give us some advice on what we should do?" The board's asking for our legal advice on that would be confidential. That's just boilerplate. What happened? Mm-hmm. That's like a reporter sitting there. It says. Yeah, they're they're on pretty pretty shaky. They're trying to cover something up, and whenever try to whenever you try to cover something up, and you run out of cat litter, the pan's full. <laughs> you're in trouble. Their pan is full. They, <laughs> they had somebody on your board breached confidentiality.
0: Well, personally, and they I think to go away. I personally, I think he pulled that stunt in public session because well, let's just say I was rather animated about it in non-public session, and I was uh, confrontational with his representations.
1: Yeah, but I. I know one thing is when you hire an attorney, the board hires an attorney. It's not the board's personal attorney. The attorney should not be acting to protect an individual on the board. The board should be looking out for the district or the town or the city, whatever, as a whole. And that's a a lot of attorneys get wrapped up into what would I do to help this side or that side. And he, he, he put confidential on it. At some point, that decision was made to put confidential across the top of it. Right. If no one asked him to do that, he would have to explain why that's confidential. I think you'd be on good grounds to say, "Hey, here's that letter." That's
0: what I'd do. Well, I will, uh, I will, I will, I will show it to you. I will run it by an attorney that uh, is familiar with these matters that I that I know. I know you're not an attorney. But you're I probably smarter, I, you know, you're probably better than most attorneys on this issue and a few others. But uh, just to say that I touch and then I'll uh, then I'll uh, based on what uh, what you've said and what the attorney may say, if the attorney echoes what you have said, and I suspect they will, I, I will I will make it known to the district that either they release it or I will, because it's not pro- this is a public document as far as I'm concerned.
1: Yeah, it seems that way to me. That's for yeah. sure.
0: So the only thing stopping me from doing it now is I know the moment I do it, there'll be a circus at the board and the same nine people who voted to receive and file, uh, you or know, will suddenly, you will we'll, we'll suddenly, you know, we'll suddenly, uh, you know uh, be worried about confidentiality and it'd be nine to six to do something to me. Yeah. Uh, and I'll have to put up with that. We have a phone call. All right. Go ahead. caller. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to Happy birthday, Uncle Rich. Happy birthday to you. Uncle Rich, that's my, morning, sister Rich. my sister and my nephew Lori. and niece. Hey, thanks for calling. Yeah, sorry, we're calling from Connecticut. We're not sure what part of the conversation we're interrupting because we're on our way to school and not streaming you right now, but we wanted to call and wish you a happy birthday. <laughs> oh well thank you, and you can't call it a good time. We were just about to head into a break. Excellent. Well, have a good break and have a great day. Uh, well, thank you. Thank you, uh, my dear sister and uh, my my dear niece and nephew. Have a great day. Thanks, Rich. All right. Love you all. Hey, Love you sing- too. Bye. Bye-bye.
1: Those singing lessons really
0: paid off. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was... It, it, <laughs> An enthusiastic presentation of an old-time classic. I'm sure we just, I know we just violated all kinds of copyright laws there, but oh well, what can you do? (laughs) Anyway, Ed Nail, thanks for your input on this uh, important right-to-know issue here in the Queen City. Government ethics at risk, as always. We're going to take a break for traffic, weather, and sports. When we come back, Laura Gilman is in the house. It's time for Pet Paws. Stay with us.